my zebras and spoonies. Thank you for coming and visiting and hanging out with me. Today, I'm going to talk about the wall. Because it's one of the things about ADHD that many people don't know about. And, well, that's the wall. Well, nah, that's what I call it. I go on screech for like endless days and seem full of an internal amount of mental energy until I'm not. And it comes sudden. I just hit this wall and then... All I want to do is curl up in a hole and hide from the world. Like this cloud of apathy swallows me up and I find it a struggle to get just the everyday things done. A deep aching brain fatigue washes over me. For some reason, the world doesn't recognize the wall as a valid reason for an impromptu vacation from life for a few days. So I have to continue to slog through and it completely sucks. The biggest part of the struggle is the complete oppositeness of it compared to my every state of being. Normally, my mind is full of racing and humming thoughts. So many that they are crashing into each other like out-of-control bumper cars. But once I've hit the wall, my mind gets enveloped in cotton. Everything is fuzzy, slow, and soft around the edges. Things are so confusing, and thinking is like turtles tiptoeing with careful effort. I find it like being in an alien landscape. Many people in the chronic illness community call this brain fog. And I know that these crashes or these downs are part of having ADHD, but it is still so alien. I've been this way all my life, and I have never gotten used to it, and I don't think that I ever will. I absolutely hate it. The worst part is that during these times, I have this eternal restless drive to do something. This need to move. But there's just no energy for it. No desire. It reaches almost the same level as compulsions. I get up, I start something, and then I stop because I just can't make myself. I just don't care. And if I can make myself, it is like this slow plodding along. And luckily, these times, they come in frequently. But they come because our bodies can only push at these breakneck speeds for so long before it throws on the brakes and demands that we slow down and get some rest. These low energy times are like the other side of the coin for the high energy times. There are a lot of factors that go into this intellectual and emotional fatigue. Low motivation or low sense of reward from completing tasks can cause tasks to feel way more exhausting. And also, a decreased executive function can make it more difficult for a person to plan and organize their life, contributing to a sense of chaos that may cause feelings of overwhelm and fatigue. There's a lot of stress related to having ADHD. Missing deadlines, forgetting appointments, or misplacing important paperwork. It's all stressful stuff and completely commonplace in the ADHD life. Stress makes people tired, and having ADHD doesn't make us immune to that. Rejection sensitivity dysphoria is also common with ADHD and leads us to constantly striving to be our best. This is emotionally exhausting and requires a lot of energy to work at that level all the time. In a way, ADHD has cycles of energy, and this is why it can be misdiagnosed as bipolar, especially when you also consider the emotional dysregulation that comes with having ADHD. It makes this misdiagnosis make a lot more sense. It is common to have these periods in our lives when we just 
feel low energy and don't want to do anything. That can look a lot like depression, and it shares a lot of the same symptoms with depression, but it's really just this overuse of our energy pool, and we just don't have any more spoons. Man, life always comes back to not having enough spoons.